Hello, Oregon. It's Wednesday, May 20th. This is Elliot Noose with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler led his race for re-election, but he could be headed for a runoff with urban policy consultant Sarah Iannarone this fall. Wheeler needed to surpass 50% of the vote in order to avoid a runoff, but early returns were too close to call. The race for the Portland City Council seat held by Chloe Udaly could stretch into November, but it's unclear what combination of her, former Mayor Sam Adams, or political newcomer Mingus Maps will be running in the fall. The three were in a virtual dead heat in partial returns. Former Multnomah County Commissioner Loretta Smith appeared headed for a runoff in her bid to fill the remainder of the term of the late Portland Commissioner Nick Fish. She could face either Dan Ryan or Tara Hurst. One Portland City Council race was certain. Carmen Rubio, a longtime community nonprofit leader with experience as a policy advisor to three local elected officials, won a historic seat. Rubio is the first Latinx commissioner in the city's history and the second woman of color ever elected. Oregon State Senator Mark Haas won the Democratic primary for Secretary of State Tuesday night, with partial returns showing he beat Senator Shamia Fagan by about three percentage points. Haas, who is completing his 20th year in the legislature, will go on to run against Republican nominee Senator Kim Thatcher of Kaiser in the general election. The current Secretary of State, Republican Bev Clarno of Redmond, was appointed to the role after the death of Dennis Richardson and pledged not to run for election in her own right. Longtime state lawmaker Cliff Bentz upset Newt Bueller Tuesday night to win the Republican primary in the Oregon 2nd Congressional District. It was a hotly contested primary with 11 candidates hoping to succeed the retiring Greg Walden. Bentz led virtually all night. With more than 70,000 votes counted, Bentz won 31% of the vote. Bueller was in second place with 22%, and Jason Atkinson in third with just over 20% of the vote. Early on, the contest seemed Bueller's to lose, but it was a race packed with candidates, four of them with a legitimate chance at winning the seat. Portland-area voters approved a historic new tax to fund homeless services on Tuesday. The measure will collect a 1% income tax on high earners, as well as a 1% tax on businesses that generate more than $5 million a year. Before the COVID-19 outbreak, the measure was expected to raise $250 million a year to be spread among the three counties in the metro region. There is no projection of what it will raise now, but supporters say it will likely generate the expected annual $250 million by the end of its 10-year lifespan. City of Portland voters also extended by a wide margin a $0.10 cent per gallon gas tax for another four years. Two Portland-area counties are asking Governor Kate Brown for permission to begin lifting restrictions intended to slow the spread of the new coronavirus. Clackamas County has submitted its coronavirus reopening plan to Brown's office. Washington County also plans to submit its plan to the governor on Friday, with the intent of beginning its reopening on June 1st. Neither county yet has the staffing to trace the virus's spread, which Brown had said was a prerequisite for reopening, but other counties have been allowed to reopen without meeting that criteria, and Clackamas and Washington counties may be looking for the same flexibility. A federal judge denied an emergency injunction sought by a coalition of nine businesses and one nonprofit that last week sued Oregon's governor, alleging her emergency stay-home order amid the coronavirus pandemic violated their constitutional rights. 
U.S. District Judge Michael J. McShane found the plaintiffs were unlikely to succeed on the basis of their claims that Governor Kate Brown's orders were unconstitutional. McShane issued his ruling without holding oral argument and before the state even responded to the suit's allegations, finding the U.S. Supreme Court has repeatedly found states have the authority to enact quarantine laws. The lawsuit was separate from the one the state Supreme Court will take up this week, which stems from a lawsuit brought by several churches. Thanks for listening. For more news and full up-to-date election results, go to OregonLive.com. Live.com.